You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. This edition of It's My Money is brought to you by Brenthurst Wealth, your partner for global wealth creation. It's Tuesday, so it's time for It's My Money with Brenthurst Wealth. And with me from Brenthurst Wealth this week is Sonia Duplessis, uh, speaking to us from Stellenbosch. And you sent me a very important piece, Sonia, and I don't think you can underestimate how important this piece is. It says here, financial pitfalls to avoid during the current financial crisis. And the first paragraph of the piece that you kindly sent me is using pension money when changing jobs. I mean, at all times, you shouldn't really use it unless you absolutely have to. But particularly at the moment, you shouldn't. That's what you say. Why shouldn't you use the money that you've worked hard for over the years at this moment when you might need it? Tell us more. Hello, Lindsay, and thanks again for having me on your show again. It's a pleasure. Yes. So today we um, um highlighting a couple of pitfalls, financial pitfalls to avoid during the current crisis that we are are having. And as you mentioned, one of those is using your pension money. And it's not so much when changing jobs, but also when you're losing your job. So a lot of us, a lot of people are facing retrenchment um, in the current climate. Yes. And at all costs, if you can preserve that pension money, you must do that. So, you know, try and make alternative arrangements, try and talk to the banks, try and get a short-term loan, um, talk to family members, but try and not use that nest egg that you have built up and try and preserve that. So at all costs, try and, and move that over to to a RA or a preservation fund. And um, Lindsay, I always tell my clients that, you know, if it took you five years to to build up that 200 or 300,000 rand. Yeah. If you use it now, um, a lot of people, they think they can, you know, it's a good thing to, to put it in their bond. But if you do that now, it's, it's just going to take you another five years extending your, your working career. And you don't always think about it and you don't necessarily want to do that. So at all costs, try and avoid using that, that pension money if you get retrenched or if you change jobs. So what you're saying, Sonia, is it's more efficient to actually get a short-term loan from your bank than it is to cash in your pension. I mean, whether it be tax-wise or whether it be interest rate-wise, you're saying that a loan is better than cashing in your pension money. Yeah, I think so, um, especially in the climate that we are in now. Um, South African banks have dropped their, you know, interest rates have dropped quite a bit in the last month or two. So it might make sense, but obviously it should be a short-term thing. So you should have a definite plan in place to, to if you do take on a short-term loan, not to have it for five years, but to try and, and tackle it in the shortest possible time. But try and, and look at alternative ways to, to get money or, or reduce your expenditures. You know, try and cut your expenses to the bone if if I think, for example, about schools, you know, go to the schools if, if you have to pay school fees every month. Go to the schools, talk to them, tell them that you've lost your job. And schools are very accommodating and they, they will have to accommodate you. So try and, and look at alternative ways on how not to tap into that nest egg that you have built, built up. Yes, I think I'd rather talk to um, a, a school actually than than a bank. I think they'd be more, <laughs> more sympathetic, <laughs> if, if you see what I mean. Yeah. Not saying anything against banks, of course, because South African banks are extremely well run. But uh, yes, so what you're saying is that the people during these extraordinary times are probably more willing to listen to your woes and your uh, mm. financial problems than they would have been a couple of years ago. 
Yes, definitely. And if you look also in the current climate that we are in, you know, the, the industry is also putting together. You can go to your short-term insurer and to your risk broker or, or the company that does your risk cover, your income protector, your life cover, etc. You can go and talk to them and take a premium holiday. Never ever stop your risk cover, but try and get a, a premium holiday on, on that. And um, another way for our retired clients, for people that's already retired, getting an income from a living annuity, they've made um, short-term adjustments on the, the income that can be drawn. So, um, you know, currently you can draw between 25 and 17% of your capital, and that's been amended now that you can draw an income from between 0.5% to 20%. So over a short-term period, you can increase your income in the next couple of months. It's, it's only until the 1st of August that, that that can be done. But it just shows you how industry and industry players are all coming together to try and ease the financial burden on, on South Africans and okay. the general population. Very good. Very good advice. Number two, the point number two you make is de-risking in tough economic times. You go on and say the following, markets work in cycles and will recover and pick up again, and they have done uh, quite spectacularly actually in the last few weeks. To get inflation-beating returns, exposure to riskier assets like equities must be part of a financial plan. So when everything looks just awful, you shouldn't actually de-risk, you should just embrace the risk because... The S&P 500, yeah. the, the, the U.S. broad-based index, is up nearly 40% in the last four or five weeks, mm. Sonia. So if you'd have got out just when things were really, really bad, you'd be feeling fairly silly by now. Yes, yeah. So that's the, the worst thing that you can do. I mean, um, we all get a big fright when we see that the that our investments dropped so, so much and at, at such a quick pace. But if you look at, for example, I sent you a graph as well. So from February 2020 to to the trough, which was about March, uh, mid-March, end of March, markets overall in general, South African and offshore markets dropped about 35%. Mm. And since March up until now, we're probably up, like you mentioned, probably up close to 26 27% again. So... That is a, it just showed you that, you know, don't go and de-risk after such a big drop. You have to stay invested. And at the end of the day, to get inflation beating returns, you have to to have equity exposure in your pension money and in your discretionary money. And don't be tempted to, you know, to swap out and go to money markets. Yes, because once uh, once you swap out, as you as you quite rightly put it, it's very very difficult to get back in again. So just sit down, put your feet up, and just realise that his, history tells you that getting out of the market and trying to time the market doesn't work for most people unless you're really really expert. Um, number th- uh, number three is scams. I spoke to a colleague of yours, I think it was last week, about scams. But this is the time yeah. when the, this is the time when the scamsters really do prey on the vulnerable, and just don't listen to them. Put the phone down. Yeah, look, we we've seen a significant increase, and I thought you know it's worth mentioning again. So it's not just scams, but it's cybercrime and fraud as well. Mm. So a big, big increase in that. Um, I saw statistics also the other day that um, something as silly as your cell phone, the the crooks are 
not so much after your cell phone and, and selling your phone, but they're behind the, getting the passwords on your banking apps. Um, so you have to guard your cell phone like a hawk. And, you know, it's crazy the times that we live in, but be very, very aware of what's going on and um, know that cybercrime and fraud is on the increase. They're getting much more cleverer. They're hacking into stuff. You you have to have all the necessary passwords on. Don't think of this very lightly. And also what, what I found is that these crooks do target our older people. So talk to the older family members in your you know, in your family, talk to, to, to the grannies and your mom and your dad and make them aware of it uh, because they often think that it's not so not so bad, but they do tend to target our, our older generation. Yes, indeed. Now, we've got to look at the positive side now, and your final paragraph yes. says the, the following, it's an excellent time to invest. Whenever there has been a significant market retracement, and we did see a 30%, 35% fall in some cases on major um international indexes, equity indexes, over the months of February and March, that would have been the perfect time to invest. I yeah. know we can look back with hindsight, but history tells us that when there's a dip, you just buy into it because the, the, yeah. graphs, the graphs tell their story. Yeah, so it is, um, it is, it, it, it's not the easiest of times to invest, but we do still see, you know, a lot of opportunities and the markets, equity markets are still down. So it's still down, at least some of them are between 10 and 20% down, and it's still a good buying opportunity. So now more than ever, if you've got the extra spare cash, um, now's a good time to go into the markets, especially on the offshore side. We see much more value on offshore equities compared to the local equities. And yeah, it's a good time to go in. And on the other side, um, one of the other positives is that now that we are all at home or we we have to stay, you know, you have to sit down with your family, use this time to talk to your partner, to your to your spouse um, about your financial affairs. It's something, you know, talking about your your investments, talking about your your last will and testament is often something that's left, you know, to the last minute or just simply yes. not talked about. So now that you're spending more time with your partner, with your spouse, talk about these things and, and get it into place if you, you haven't done so already. So what you're saying is, Sonia, you use this time pr- productively. I mean, it may be that you're, you're at work or your partner's at work or the, the kids are you know, having to be picked up from school. This is a perfect time to say to yourself, well, we've got a little bit of time on our hands. Let's have a look at a few financial issues that we've neglected over the past couple of years because we're so busy. Let's use it now and sit down and maybe have a Zoom call with Brenta or something like that. Yes, yeah, yeah. We These days we do Zoom calls. Um, I never thought we would be we'd be doing that, but it's, it's very productive. It's time-saving. Clients don't have to travel. You're saving. It's such a big cost-saving. Um, and it's it's quick, you know, very effective. You can see each other. And I think going forward, um, we will meet with clients a lot more electronically as well. So you're saying that you're not going to have to get in your smart car and go and, and <laughs> drive to uh, your client 23 kilometres away and sit with that person or that couple. You're going to do it all on Zoom in the future, Sonia. You're, you're going to become a recluse. Yeah, no, no, no. We'll we'll still do the, you know, I will definitely still go see clients um, and have a cup of coffee at their home. So we will 
definitely still do that. Um, but what I'm saying is for your clients sitting 300 kilometers away in a free state or somewhere else, there's yes. definitely Zoom options. I lost you there, uh, Sonia. The, um, the, Hello? Yes. Yeah, I lost you there. But what you're saying is that the, the, okay. the personal contact is always going to be important, but Zoom and other uh, mediums are are incredibly important now to, for you know, a financial services company like Brenthurst. Yeah, no, it is. Um, personal contact is always important. We, you know, we, we for me, um, you know, it's, it's very important to see someone face-to-face and, and sort of like to, to, to get to... F- I almost want to say feel the energy around a client. Yes. So that will always be important. But Zoom has opened up a lot more other avenues for us, like I mentioned, for the guys sitting in, in the free state or in another province. We can easily talk to them and um, assist them with that. Even with clients sitting overseas, you know, we don't have to, to, to talk only telephonically now. We could do that via Zoom as well. Very good. Great advice. Thank you very much, Sonia. That's Sonia Duplessis from Brenthurst Wealth speaking to us from Stellenbosch. It's My Money was brought to you by Brenthurst Wealth, an award-winning boutique wealth management company.